Growing up, I was terrified of the water. Matter of fact, pools and oceans and beaches just seemed so scary for me. And it was really only because of one reason. You guessed it, I couldn't swim. It was such a daunting task of learning to swim, but one summer, when we went on a European vacation, I made it my duty to learn. What I did is I would essentially get over the fear of drowning myself. Not knowing how to swim before, I would jump in the water, <laughs> float, try to paddle my arms back and forth. And eventually I learned to float. Floating turned into moving ever so slightly. And surely but truly by the end of that vacation, I learned how to swim. Now notice how I could watch all the YouTube videos I could get my hands on. I could get all the advice from people and friends around me. But until I really jumped in the water and just figured it out, <laughs> got over the fear, that's only truly then could I learn to swim. Building a podcast is similar and building a business is similar even more so. Today, I want to really talk to you guys on how I built my podcast and these little tips and tricks that I've used to really help me. And hopefully they can help some of you who are thinking about doing the same. Hi, this is at Fly Stewie, and you're listening to the Uneducated Investor Podcast, the best damn podcast out. <laughs> guys, um, so interesting. So I've been doing this podcasting thing, I think maybe for five, six months now, and it's been quite the journey. You know, when I first started, I didn't know essentially what to think about it. I just really wanted to talk about investing. And then as I started to learn about myself, I started learning about, you know, different passions I wanted to talk about, such as, you know, music, sports, video games, things of that nature. And I always have like the business lens to it. But in doing so, I was very curious on how to grow it naturally. You know, you were making this podcast, you want people to hear it, but you don't necessarily want to just force it down your friend's throats. Everybody hates that Avon guy. Everybody hates that guy that goes on Facebook and says, hey, bro, listen to my goddamn podcast. <laughs> you know, like we just don't want to deal with that person. So I didn't want to come off that. I wanted to naturally get it to get around my friends. Right. So <clears throat> initially I focused on Instagram and by promoting my podcast, you know, just posting very investment related things. I created a whole new Instagram for it. It definitely worked. You know, I built a lot of relationships on with different podcasters. They would check out my episode, give me thoughts about it. And it definitely got my listens up. But however, the growth wasn't necessarily where I wanted it to be. So just in that, I started to think to myself, you know, what's a better way or what ways um, to make the podcast grow? Like, what do other people do? Uh, you know, I've read a lot of things, collaborations and all those things of that no sort. But definitely one thing really stood out to me instantly as it started happening. And it was this. Reviews. <laughs> iTunes reviews are the golden standard for podcasts. Um, literally, I've I've started getting reviews in because as you if you've been listening to my podcast, you've been noticing I've been pushing um, you guys to get, you know, reviews in like five star reviews. And literally I'm telling you each review 
I can see exactly through the analytic page on Anchor, like the impact of it. Like it will be 20 to 40 more views that day just from getting that review. In. And it just makes sense, you know, like the way iTunes and Apple prioritizes algorithm is the podcast that has the more written reviews, the more five-star reviews, it's going to go ahead of all the other podcasts that don't. And obviously when, you know, people are looking in their app stores, when they see reviews there, they're going to be like, okay, let me check this podcast out. It has good things said about it, right? So in learning that, I want to share with you guys a few tips that, you know, really helped me, you know, get people to, I guess, you know, do reviews, right? So I think um, the cool thing about it is, uh, of course, like it's not as complicated as you guys think. <laughs> to get reviews, you really, really just ask, you know, like instantly, like as I started, the thing about iTunes is it has multiple different app stores. So <clears throat> I have to use a website to like look at actually all the reviews I have from different countries, right? But the coolest thing about getting reviews is it's literally as simple as it sounds. You literally just ask. And the first step of asking if you're running a podcast is, you just put it in the front of your podcast or in the middle or whatever. You just say, hey, guys, you know, can you review my podcast? It really appreciate it. And that's one way. Um, another way I think is good. I think this is a good way to do it, too, is just asking family and friends. You know, maybe they don't have 30 minutes to listen to every one of your podcasts, but definitely every family and friend, they have time to you know, go take five minutes to write a review for your podcast, right? So if they listen to an episode or two, just call them on the phone, say, hi, Aunt Betty, can you take a bit of time to write a podcast on iTunes? Hopefully they actually have iTunes because, of course, you need to have an Apple account to do it. Um, Yeah, those are literally two ways. And, of course, you know, Instagram is a good way as well. You know, if you meet people on Instagram, you can do a review per review. Um. One of the things I I started to do, I didn't really see too much um, reciprocation, but, you know, I think it's something good to put in the atmosphere is I started proactively more just going on and reviewing other people's podcasts. Um, Not necessarily, this necessarily didn't, you know, receive it back, but I just felt like as a podcaster or just in general as someone in business, it's always good to have the mindset of giving more value than you take, right? So, for instance, like... Um, you know, by give me giving out 20 reviews to people on iTunes, right? I don't necessarily expect all 20 people to come back and give me a review, but maybe one does, maybe two does, maybe three does, you know? And in that way, like, I always like to be the person giving more value. If you always have the mindset of giving more value, you're always going to get value in the end, right? I, I think that's always the approach to take. So definitely reviews, five-star reviews are something that helps really build podcasts. I necessarily didn't know. I thought maybe collaborations, maybe social media marketing, but reviews definitely helps in the beginning. 100% if you can get a collaboration with a huge podcast, of course that helps. But at this point, like the established podcasts are established. Um, You know, you can do a a rodeo house maybe and get a bunch of smaller podcasts and get peer on them. But definitely reviews is 100% the number one way. Um, So far, it's been a great journey, you know, doing this podcast thing. Um, it's cool to do something where it's it's like you're not necessarily thinking of how you're going to get paid from it, but you're just doing it for the passion of it. I really recommend that to you guys. You know, I think um, a lot of 
people who are listening to this are very business oriented and we get lost in the numbers sometimes, you know, we get lost in, you know, how can we make money for this? But sometimes, you know, you can have an end goal that's really far, like maybe 20 years, this makes money or 10 years or five years or two years or three years, this can make a lot of money. But I think just the ability to really build that long-term type of relationship with my audience or my viewers, right? I think that's something that is really, really going to help. So yeah, definitely. I really encourage you guys to find some sort of side passion that you like, whether it's, you know, you like baking cookies or you like um, painting, you know, just do something where it's just like you just love to do it because this literally feels so therapeutic, you know, just coming out here, chilling with you guys, talking on the podcast, um, explaining my, my um, just what's going on in my head. It's just so good to release all that um, into the atmosphere. And then, you know, when people, you know, they hit me up on Instagram talked about here an episode. It's cool to just have that conversation and further those thoughts. So, uh, guys, once again, this is your boy at Fly Student Instagram Twitter. If you liked this episode, definitely leave a five star review because it literally, as you can tell from this whole episode, it helps the podcast to grow. And definitely, I encourage you guys to go out there and do something that you feel um, you know you just want to do. Just do it for the fun of it. Have fun. Have a passion project. Anyways, this is your boy at Fly Stewie. Thank you, Flight Crew, for rocking with me today. And of course, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. Why is that? Why is that? It's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. The Uneducated Investor Podcast.